What's going on you guys? And thank you so much for tuning in for an episode of The Mortgage Mindset. Hey, real quick, I just wanna remind you that we do not run any advertising on this show and we are looking to grow it organically. So we cannot do that without your support. So if you find value in the show, if you got some information that you found really useful, uh, please share the show, send it to somebody that you think might find some value in it as well. So without further ado, let's get to it. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Mortgage Mindset. I'm your host, Trevor Otsuka. I'm a mortgage advisor with Harmony Home Loans in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm also the CEO of Keyframe Media out of Vegas. And today we are running a solo episode. We do not have a guest. I have a bunch of guests that are lined up for the month of January. Got some pretty interesting people that are going to come in here and share their stories of success uh, through entrepreneurship, through real estate, through mortgages, through a bunch of different industries. And hopefully they'll be able to share some nuggets with you guys on how they've been able to find success. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in here to the market update. Today is Friday, December the 8th. Uh, We had multiple days in a row of positive improvement where the rates were declining. We actually reached a three-month low uh, just yesterday. And then today we had a new report that came out uh, that kind of you know pumped the brakes on that. So we'll get into that. Currently right now, 30-year fixed is at 7.09%. 15-year fixed for conventional is at 6.5%. For a 30-year FHA, you are going to be looking at 6.43%. For a 30-year VA, 6.45%. And then for jumbo loans, average right now nationally is 7.55%. So let's talk about what happened today in the market. So at 5.30 in the morning, We had two reports that came out. One of them is called non-farm payrolls. This is a form of a jobs report. Uh, It was projected to come in at 180,000 new jobs and uh, instead came in at 199,000 new jobs. So that tells us that the labor market is still actually really strong. So we did have a little bit of a pullback today on rates. Uh, The unemployment rate as well was also announced for uh, the previous month, which would have been November. And the forecasted uh, unemployment rate was 3.9%. It actually declined, okay, which means that more people are getting into the labor market than there were the previous month. And it came in at 3.7%. So that tells us that the labor market is actually still going really strong. Uh, What else is going on? Let me tell you what's happening next week for the econ calendar. couple of note auctions. The biggest one is probably going to be on Tuesday. We have Core CPI coming out at 5.30 in the morning. Uh, and that'll be for year over year and month over month. The current forecast is 4%. Um, and we're going to see where that comes in at. And that's for the year over year. And then month over month, Core CPI is projected to come in at 0.3%. Then you also have uh, a Fed rate decision. So this will be the last one of the year. And that's going to happen on Wednesday, December the 13th. Uh, They're also going to announce their FOMC economic projections. They're going to have a press conference on that as well. Uh, Retail sales will come out on Thursday. And that is pretty much it for next week. So all eyes on the Fed and CPI next week on what that is going to do to the market. I've got an interesting headline article for you guys. But before we get into that, I want to share with you uh, yet another nugget that I've received from our coach, Amir Bali. And, uh, you know, he has an, a podcast series that he does as well that is called um, 
the art of selling without selling, right? So if you guys are not listening to that, I would definitely encourage you to go and check out his show. He's got a really good one. And he was talking about how uh, a really good analogy for the year of 2023 would be to consider it a caterpillar year. And when you think about a caterpillar, what does a caterpillar do? You know, they slide around uh, on tree leaves and they eat up all of the vegetation there. And it is an analogy for us because if we view ourselves as a caterpillar, we're basically just absorbing so much information as much as possible. And then one day we end up in a cocoon and from that cocoon, we will blossom into a beautiful butterfly. So I know that this year has been incredibly challenging for a lot of people in the industry on real estate and also on the mortgage side. I mean, we've lost over half of the industry for mortgage lenders nationally, right? We had over 200,000 loan originators at the beginning of the year, and now we are under 100,000. And I would assume that that number is going to continue to decline as more and more loan originators depart um, the industry. Same thing with real estate agents, right? You do have some people that are still getting their their new licenses, but a lot of people are bowing out, especially in Las Vegas, because you know maybe real estate is not their full time. Uh, profession. Maybe they are working in hospitality or maybe they have a career doing something else. And the real estate game was just something that they picked up for a license for additional income when the market was hot. And I would imagine that some of them will probably not be renewing their licenses or maybe get back into it um, on the next cycle when the market improves, right? So if you can view this year um, as your caterpillar year, as the coach would say, and uh, really, really reflect on everything that you've learned. So for me, you know, I started a media company this year. And prior to that, I mean, I didn't know anything about media. I was creating social media content for myself, had the idea that I could help some of my agent referral partners in creating their own content as well. And it worked really well to start. And then, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of the company just kind of evolved naturally, but I had to learn so many things. I had never picked up a professional camera before in my life, ended up grabbing a Sony a7 IV. And for those of you that are out there that are videographers and photographers, you know, picking up a, a camera and moving from your mobile device to a camera that actually has real settings, you can manually control everything. There is such a steep learning curve on how to do ISO and have the correct white balance and focus peaking. And all of these things, I had to learn how to use a bunch of different equipment not to mention editing. I had to learn various editing softwares. I've learned two or three of them so far. And that is like a a never ending bottomless ocean of information because there's so many things that you can do in the editing software. And then when you stack on top of that, all of the new things that are coming out like AI. So this year was definitely, definitely a caterpillar year for me. I've learned so much uh, even ways to help grow my mortgage business. I mean, I if you asked me a year ago if I ever would have thought I would have a media company and I'd be creating short-form reels content for a bunch of people and then also having a podcast show like this, I would tell you you're absolutely out of your mind. There's no way that that is going to happen. And then now look at us. Look at where we're at today. And we're just getting started. I got some huge plans for Keyframe Media moving into next year. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. And now it's time for our article headline. So some of you that are following this may have already known this, but 
pretty big news. So <clears throat> this is from Housing Wire. It says Democrats introduce bills to ban hedge funds from single family housing market. Says Democratic lawmakers in both the U.S. House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate have introduced bills in their respective chambers designed to ban hedge funds from participating in the single family housing market, citing supply and affordability challenges as justification. First reported by the New York Times, Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon introduced the, quote, End Hedge Fund Control of American Homes Act of 2023, end quote. Uh, To the Senate representative, uh, Adam Smith of Washington introduced uh, the House version. Okay, Democratic reps uh, Jeff Jackson and Alma Adams of North Carolina introduced a separate bill, the, quote, American Neighborhoods Protection Act. Uh, It would require corporate owners of more than 75 single-family homes to pay an annual fee of $10,000 per home into a housing trust fund to be used as down payment assistance for families, according to the Times. says affordability challenges. You have created a situation where ordinary Americans aren't bidding against other families. They're bidding against the billionaires of America for these houses, Senator Merkley told the Times. says, quote, and it's driving up rents and it's driving up the home prices. In an announcement on his congressional website, Representative Smith uh, expounded on his reasons for supporting the effort. He says, quote, in 1971, my father was able to buy a house I grew up in for $15,000 on the salary he earned as a baggage handler at SeaTac Airport, end quote. He said, quote, that same house would cost nearly $500,000 today, yet wages are, uh, excuse me, it says, yet wages for workers like my father have not kept up. Too many families in the Puget Sound region and across the country are struggling to afford uh, to rent or buy a home. An increasing number of large investors purchasing a significant percentage of single-family homes exacerbate the issue, which squeezes out prospective buyers, Smith said. So it says here that the likelihood of this being passed is really low. Um, But I would love your guys' feedback on this. Do you think that this is a good thing? right? If they're going to force anybody that has, so this would definitely be go right at anybody that is heavily focused on like the sub two committee, collecting a bunch of doors, uh, having a bunch of single family residences that they are Airbnb, short-term rentaling, uh, pad split is a new one that people are doing and it would go right at them and they would have to pay $10,000 at the end of the year for every single property that they own. So if you are someone like myself, if you are uh, really just getting started in the investor market and you're trying to acquire properties to build that net worth for you and your family to have something to pass on to them, what kind of negative impacts would a bill and a law like this, these types of acts, um, how would they hurt you? On the flip side, if they do actually do Uh, what they're saying they're going to do and they're going to collect this money and it's going to go into a fund uh, for down payment assistance on a national level, not just a state level that can help first time home buyers that struggle with affordability to be able to get into homes, then I could see the benefit of that. But can we trust that that is exactly what they're going to do? So I'd love your feedback. I will link this article for you guys so that you can check it out uh, in both the YouTube episode and also on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, This will probably be the last episode of the year, and we will kick this back off uh, early in January. So if I don't get to talk to you, if I don't uh, speak to you before then, I wish 
that you have a very, very Merry Christmas, a blessed holiday season surrounded by your loved ones. Uh, and the next time we chat, I will be a dad. So uh, yeah, joining the dad gang. So very excited about it. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And I hope that you have an awesome, awesome week.